Shalom to all. Today's office Kalim Daf Pei, and we are starting about the eighth line with the words Rebbe Havayosev Lebetzi Pyrin. And in the Vilnius Sadaf, it's on Membez Amud Aleph, about halfway through the Amud. And today's office sponsor Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarabas, Yaakov Moshe, her Neshama should have an Aliyah. And the Gemara is talking about Rebbe, who's Rebbe Yudanasi. Rebbe Havayosev Lebetzi Pyrin, Shvas Reishnin. Rebbe lived in Sipari for seventeen years. V'Karal Garmin. He said about himself the following pasuk: By Chi Yaakov Eretz Mitzrayim Shvas Reishana, and Yaakov lived in the land of Mitzrayim for seventeen years. And in somewhat of a play on words, he said. And Yehuda, which is a Yehuda Nasi, he lived in Sipari for 17 years. Now, in Gaivin, of of those years, 13 of them, his teeth were hurting him, and he had terrible pain because of that. And now Rabbi Yisra Rabban, Rabbi Yisra Rabban said, all those 13 years that he had this tooth pain, a woman in childbirth did not die in Eretz Yisrael, and no one miscarried in Eretz Yisrael, because this sire that Rabbi Yudha Nasi was going through, all those women were protected. The Gemara now asks, why were his teeth hurting? him? The answer is Chazman Avar. One time he was walking, Chamachad Egel Menaches, he saw a calf that was being brought to be shechted. Ga'a, it moaned or cried, V'amr lay, and it told him, Rebbe, Shizbi, Rebbe, save me, I don't want to be shechted. Amr lay, but he told it, L'kach Nitzarta, that's what you were created for, so you have to go to be shechted. Now Shemayim said about Rebbe, if he doesn't have Rachmanus on creations, we're not going to have Rachmanus on him, and from that moment, he had this terrible toothache. So we ask, at the end, how was he relieved? How was he healed? So Chamsan Katlun Chad Ken Dachbarin, he saw the people of his home were about to kill a whole bunch of mice. Amr, he told them, Arpunun, leave them alone because Rachman will call Masav It says, Hashem is Rachmim on all of his Maisim, and at that moment, Shemaim said, Oh, you have Rachmim, so we have Rachmim on you. The Rebbe Hava Anwan Sagin. Rebbe was extremely humble. Hava Amr, and he said, Anything someone tells me to do, I'll do it, no problem. Except for what the elders of Beseira did to my ancestor Hillel, they left their Nesios and they appointed him. This is a whole story that happened way before then where the Nasi and Tamid Chacham of Eretz Yisrael didn't have an answer to a particular question, and at that point in time, Hillel, who was from Bavel, happened to have been in Eretz Yisrael, they asked him, he answered the question, and immediately they appointed him as Nasi. So Yehuda Nasi said, that's one thing I'm not willing to do, I'm not going to give up my Nasiyos. However, in Salk Rav Huna Rish Galusa Lahacha, if Rav Huna, it's not Rav Huna, it's Rav Huna, who's the Rish Galusa, if he comes up from Bavel to hear, I'm going to put him above me. To whom in Yehuda, because he's from Shevet Yehuda, and I'm from Shevet Ben Yamin. And even though really Rabbi Yehuda Nasi was also from Shevet Yehuda, the reason why Rav Huna was greater than him is Duhum and because he's from the males, meaning he traced his lineage through the males. But I'm only from females, meaning I trace my lineage to Shevet Yehuda through my mother's side, and that's why he's more chashev than me. Now what happened? Chadzman al One time Rabbi Ruba, who's Rabbi the Great, also known as Rabbi Raba, he went to Rabbi Amrle. He told him, Harav Huna Levar, Rav Huna's outside. And Acharkamu Panavshal Rabbi, Rabbi's face turned red. It changed colors because now that means that he would have to step down and put Rav Huna above him. Amalei, so Rav explained himself, Aronayba, it says Aron that came, meaning he passed away. Now this upset Rebbe. So Amalei, Rebbe told Rav Chiyar go and see who wants you outside. Benafak, he went outside, and he didn't find anyone there. The Yada, and he realized who Kaisalai, the Rebbe was upset at him. So what did he do? Avar deloy al for 30 days he didn't come to Rebbe, as a form of self-punishment. Now Rav Yesi Barbon, Rav Yesi Barbon says, Kol inan maya, all those 30 days, Rav Chiyar was not there, Yolif Rav minei klal Rav, who's Rebbe's nephew, learned the essence of Tyra from Rebbe. Now, Saif Tlas Asarti Shnaya, after these 13 years of his toothache, Utlasa Yamaya, and these 30 days of Ravchia Rabba not showing up to Rebbe, Al Elyo Lagabe Bidimos Ravchia Ruba. Elyo Anavi appeared to Rebbe looking like Ravchia Rabba. Amrle Elyo Anavi asked Rebbe, Ma Mari Ovid, how's my master doing? Amrle, he told him, Chad Shinai Meikali, one of my teeth is really bothering me. Amrle, he told him, Chamilali, please show it to me. Chamilale, he showed him his tooth, Viavitz Baase Ale, 
Hashmas, he placed his finger on it and it got better. Now Lamachar the next day, or Rebchia Rubelagabe, Rebchia Rabba himself, not Elio Navi looking like Rebchia Rabba, rather Rebchia Rabba himself went to Rebbe, and Amal he asked Rebbe, Ma'avid Rebbe, how's Rebbe doing? Hech Shinach Mahiavida, how's your tooth? What's going on with it? Amal Yis Rebbe told him, Minahi Shaita de Yavasetz Basai Chala, from that moment that you put your finger on it, in Ashmas, it got better. Now Ba'isa Shal Amar, at that moment Rebchia Rabba said, Elochem Chayes Shabbat Yisrael, Elochem Ubaris Shabbat Yisrael, woe to you women giving birth, and woe to you pregnant women in Yisrael, because now you don't have this protection of Rebbe's Sarah anymore. And afterwards, Amalei Rebchi Rabba told him, Anole Avino, it wasn't me, I wasn't there. And Rebbe then realized that it was Elioh Navi who made himself look like Rebchi Rabba. Well, he shot it from that moment, Habinog Baby Car. Rebbe treated Rebchi Rabba with a lot of respect because Elioh Navi chose to come in the form of Rebchi Rabba. And one of the ways he showed him a lot of respect was Kad Hava Al Lebeis Vada when they went into the base Medrash, Hava Amar, he would say, Yechanis Rebchi Rubal Ifnim, Rebchi Rabba, he should go inside, meaning he'll be at the front of the Talmidim. Now, Amalei Rebshmol Rebbe Yesi, Rebshmol Rebbe Yesi told Rebbe, Lefnimi many, he goes in before me. Amalei Rebbe told him, Chas v'shalem, obviously not. El Rebchia Rubel Lefnim, Rebchia Rabba is going to go inside, meaning he'll be at the front, whereas Rebshmol Rebbe Yesi, Lefnai Lefnim, Rebshmol Rebbe Yesi, he's going to be really at the front. Now, not only this, Rebbe Havamasi Shivchid Rebchia Ruba Kumi Rebshmol Rebbe Yesi, Rebbe was always talking about the praises of Rebchia Rabba in front of Rebshmol Rebbe Yesi. Apeyam Bezan Tab Chadzman, one time, Chami, the proper girsa is Big Guy Bunny, Rebshmol Rebbe Yesi saw Rebchia Rabba in the bathhouse, Vlais Chanim and Kumai, and he didn't stand up for him. So Amrulei, Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi told Rebbe, Ahanu da'at masi shivchei, it's about this person that you're always speaking his praises. Amrulei, so Rebbe asked him, Ma'avilach, what did he do to you? Amrulei, Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi told him, Chamsi gaibani, he saw me in the bathhouse, Vlai yischanim and Kumai, he wasn't machini himself in front of me, he didn't stand up, he didn't show me honor. So Amrulei, Rebbe asked Rabbi Rabba, Lama of this cane, why'd you do that? Amrulei, so Rabbi told him, Yeel alai, it should come upon me, it's some form of like a curse or a punishment should come upon me. Then Sachis, if I was even in the bathhouse, I didn't know I was there. At that time, I was focusing my eyes, which really means my thoughts, on all the Agadotah of Sefer Tehillim. I didn't even know I was there. I mean, he shaita from that moment, Rebbe appointed two Talmidim, that they would go with him, meaning with Rebchia Rabba, begin Sakanta because of danger. Obviously, Rebchia Rabba was so engrossed in his learning, he didn't even know where he was going, and he could obviously walk into something, maybe a pit or a wall, and he's going to hurt himself. So therefore, Rebbe appointed two Talmidim to watch over him. Now, continue to talk about the greatness of Rebchia Rabba. Rebbe Yaisi, some Tamne Yaimen, Rebbe Yaisi fasted for 80 days, Lemichmi Rebchia Ruba, in order to be able to see Rebchia Rabba in a dream. And at the end, he saw him, Verugzan Yade, and Rebchia's hands were shaking, Vako Enoi, and his eyes dimmed because of this great sight. And in Tamar, perhaps you're going to say, to have Rebbe Yaisi Barnaj Zayar, that Rebbe Yaisi was a small person, meaning he wasn't very Chashuv, and that's why this happened to him. Don't say that because Chad Gardai Asla Gaber Yechnon, a certain weaver came to Rebbe Yechnon, and Amale, he told Rebbe Yechnon, Chamas Bechelmi, I saw in my dream that the sky was falling and one of your Talmidim was holding it up, which means one of your Talmidim is on the level that he's holding up the whole world. Amrle, he asked him, do you recognize him? Do you know who this Talmud is? Amrle, he told him, if I see him, so I'll recognize him. So all of Rabbi Yechon's Talmidim passed by this fellow, and he recognized who was Rabbi Yaisa. So you see that Rabbi Yaisa is really great. And a similar story, Rabbi Shimon Lakish, some Talas Mavan Sumen, Rish Lakish fasted 300 fasts in order to be able to see Rebchia Rabba, but he didn't end up seeing him. And eventually, Rish Lakesh was in a lot of pain. He was in a lot of distress because he didn't see him. Amar, he commented to himself, He learned Torah more than I do? So Amrun lay in Shemaim, they told him, He was a greater Marbet's Torah. He disseminated Torah more than you did. Not only that, he even exiled himself to do so. Amrun lay in Rish Lakesh told him, Didn't I exile myself as well? Amrun lay, they told him, 
Tavisa Gali Melef, you exiled yourself to learn Tyra, Vihu have a Gali Malfa, but he exiled himself to teach Tyra, and that's why he's greater than you. Now, another story about Ravchi Raba, Kad Damech Ravhuna Rishkalusa, when Ravhuna the Rishkalusa died. Now, this is not referring to Ravhuna the Rishkalusa that we learned about in Ahmed Aleph, because he died when Ravchi Raba was still alive, and this is referring to after Ravchi Raba died. So, this is actually referring to Ravhuna, who was from the family of the Rishkalusa. So, when he passed away in Babel, Askuni Lahacha, they brought him up to over here to Eretz Yisrael, and Amr they said, Ananan Yavinlei, by whom shall we place him? Meaning, where should we bury him? So Armin, they said, Let's place him in the cave of Rechia Raba right next to him, to whom because he was from them. Armin, then they said, Who's going to put him there? Who's going to walk into the cave where Rechia Raba is buried? It's a very dangerous thing to do. So Armin Chaga, Chaga said, I'll go and place him over there. Chaga was a Talmud of Rechia Raba, so he said, I'll go and place Rav Huna inside the cave and bury him there. Amrulay, they told him, You're just searching a pretext to go inside. You're an old man. And you want to go over there yourself. Meaning now you have a reason to go inside the cave of Rechia Raba. You're probably going to die once you go in there. And you're going to be able to remain there. And that will be your burial place. So Amrulay, he told them, No. Put a string around my feet. And if I tarry there for too long, so you could pull me out. I'm only going there to bury Rav Huna. And I'm not searching some sort of pretext to remain there. So what happened? All Rav Chaga went inside. And he found that three were sitting and judging. Rav Chiyaraba and his two sons that were buried with him, they were judging the case, should Rav Huna be allowed to be buried next to them? And what did Rav Chiyaraba say? Yehuda b'ni acherecha ve'ein oid. Yehuda, my son, after you, there's no one else. Meaning you didn't leave any descendants after you that were as great as you. And Chizkia b'ni acherecha ve'ein oid. Chizkia, my son, after you, there's no one else. Meaning you didn't leave anyone else after you who's like you. After you, Yosef, the son of Yisrael, there's no one else. And this is a reference to Yosef, the son of Yaakov Vinu, who didn't leave anyone after him nearly as great as him. Now, when Chagai heard this, Tolas Einoi Mestakla, he lifted his eyes in order to be able to see. It's Amale, but then someone told him, a voice came out and told him, Apech, turn around quickly, don't look. And Apech, he turned around, he didn't look. Now, Shama Kalei, Rav Chiyu Rabba, Amr Le Rav Yehuda Berei, Rav Chagai heard the voice of Rav Chiyu Rabba telling Rav Yehuda his son, Nafesh Le Rav Huna Yosef Le, move over and make room for Rav Huna so that he could sit down, means so that he could be buried next to me. Loi Kabal Loi Masiv Le, but Rav Huna didn't want to sit down because he was very humble and he didn't want to take this covet. Amr and Rav Chiyu Rabba said, Kamad Loi Kabal Loi Masiv Le, the same way that you didn't want to take upon yourself to sit down because of your Anava, so too your descendants will never cease and you'll always have descendants in this world. Now what happened to Rav Chagai? He left there. He was 80 years old at the time. And his years were doubled, which means he lived to 160 years old. And according to some, this is because of reward that they suspected him that he really just wanted to go inside and be buried next to Rav So he got an extra 80 years of life. We're going to stop here for the day. We'll pick up tomorrow talking about Yaakov Avinu. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.